0: Good morning, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, bringing you day 135 of our broadcast. Yesterday, I kind of left Max hanging, and I feel a little bad about that. I found a copy of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and had a plan to read some Vogue on poetry on air, but by the time I was ready, Max had already finished the broadcast. I hope it wasn't too boring for all you listeners out there. When I asked him what he talked about, he said, eh, stuff. So it sounds like he struggled a little without my material. But to make it up to you, I have good news. Max has talked me out of reading Vogue on poetry. I think it would have been hysterical, but he said, let's not ruin people's mornings. Instead, he talked me into sharing some better poetry. Or verse might actually be more accurate. Actually, I think this is mostly prose. Whatever, it's not important. I'm going to read some Shakespeare. I know, I know, I said I wasn't going to do this. I'm worried that this might come off just as dull as the Vogue on poetry, but Max and Dr. Clark think it's a good idea, so here goes nothing. I'm going to read one of my favorite speeches from one of my favorite plays, As You Like It. It was harder than I thought to pick a selection to share with you listeners. I'm not an actor, never really was. I did some community theater in high school, but having five lines in Miracle on 34th Street doesn't exactly launch you into stardom. So this might be my only chance to perform the words of my favorite playwright, even if only five people are listening. It's weird that after everything that's happened, I, I still feel like this is important, like this is a special opportunity for something exciting. But these words have a magic to me and I want to do this right. At first I thought about doing something from a character that I love but would never have gotten a chance to play even in the normal world. I reread Othello waiting for one of Iago's speeches to say, pick me... I remember reading this play in lit class in the 11th grade, and my friend Jessica and I had so much fun with it. She was Othello, and I was Iago, and during group time we would go to the stairwell and read from our copies, brandishing mechanical pencils like they were swords. I also thought about something of Prince House from one of the Henry IVs. He's a really fantastic character, and I did a project on one of his speeches last year, but nothing seemed as much fun. As this speech, for some context, As You Like It is one of Shakespeare's famous cross-dressing plays where a girl dresses like a boy in order to escape some horrible fate, and in the meantime, inconveniently falls in love with a boy who doesn't know she's a girl, and hilarity and interesting gender politics ensue. Rosalind, our leading lady, is disguised as Ganymede and living in the forest with her cousin Celia, where she reunites with Orlando, a hottie she met once in her real identity. There's some amazingly awful love poetry, outlaw hijinks, and eventually she and Orlando become friends. Orlando is in love with Rosalind and has no idea Ganymede is actually Rosalind. So Rosalind, as Ganymede, in order to suss up whether or not he's the real deal and worth her time, proposes, in this speech, to work with Orlando to cure him of his infatuation. So here we go. Love is merely a madness, and I tell you, deserves as well a dark house and a whip as madmen do. And the reason why they are not so punished and cured is that the lunacy is so ordinary that the whippers are in love too. Yet, I profess curing it by counsel. And then Orlando asks her, did you ever cure any so? And Rosalind responds, yes, one. And in this manner, he was to imagine me his love his mistress, and I set him every day to woo me, at which time would I, being but a moonish youth, grieve, be effeminate, changeable, longing and liking, proud, fantastical, apish, shallow, inconstant, full of tears, full of smiles, for every passion something, and for no passion truly anything, as boys and women are for the most part cattle of this color. Would now like him, now loathe him, then entertain him, then forswear him, now weep for him, then spit at him, that I drave my suitor from his mad humor of love to a living humor of madness, which was to forswear the full stream of the world and to live in a nook, merely monastic. And thus I cured him. And this way will I take upon me to wash your liver, clean as a sound sheep's heart, that there shall not be one spot of love in it. So the play goes on from there, and it really has everything. Quadruple weddings, lions, and our heroine using her wits to end up on top. If you have any way of getting your hands on a copy, I really advise all you listeners to give it a read. But that's all the time we have for today. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew. Hoping you had fun, but... Even if you didn't, I sure did. Take care of each other.